0: Welcome to Scrubs Unzipped, unveiling healthcare's hidden passions, the podcast where we pull back the curtain of healthcare to reveal the extraordinary stories, passions, and struggles of our healthcare heroes. But we're not stopping there. In each episode, we'll introduce you to doctors, nurses, therapists, and more who don't just wear scrubs, they have lives, dreams, and a burning desire to make a difference and your host a dedicated respiratory therapist leads the way so get ready to be inspired informed and uplifted as we celebrate the unsung heroes of healthcare the passions that drive them and explore ways to reshape the future of healthcare welcome to scrubs unzipped
1: hello welcome to scrubs unzipped unveiling healthcare's hidden passions I'm your host, Anne-Marie, and today I have a very special guest. Can you please introduce yourself?
2: Yes. Hey, Anne-Marie. Thanks for having me. My name is Laura Hamilton. I am a no bullshit nutrition coach. I am a registered dietitian, and I own Empower Nutrition, where I help people to lose weight, live a healthy life, and do it their way no other way without all the nonsense and heavy restrictions that lots of other
1: diets place on, on weight loss. Awesome. And I, and I um, heard that word you said. (laughs) And it's sometimes when you're doing weight loss, you really need to be uh, really like, you have to be true to yourself. Like you can't hide, like what you want to eat and what you shouldn't eat. Like you want to be true to yourself. So I think that's a good platform. So I wanted to ask you, uh, can you share a little bit about your journey and becoming a dietitian and what inspired you to choose this field?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So growing up, I was an overweight kid, Um, probably around the second grade. I realized I was a little bit bigger than most other kids, And then, you know, come middle school, I was definitely bigger than most kids, and I didn't really like it. I was starting to, you know, get made fun of. Uh, I was starting to like boys, but boys weren't liking me. And so I probably started the most restrictive diet ever going from middle school to high school. Lost about 15, 20 pounds in like two months. Really crazy. And then that was the start of it never stopping. So Because obviously I did it in a very unhealthy way. I um, couldn't ever, I couldn't figure out how to keep it off because I was doing things that weren't realistic or sustainable or fun or anything I liked. So I could never figure out like how come I did this and now it's not sticking. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: I spent most of my life trying to figure that out. Went to college for health science so I could study things in that field to understand a little bit more about the body how it works. Didn't really. I wasn't like, of course, I needed a job, but I wasn't going to school for a job. I was going to school for myself. Like, how did I, how could I figure out how to do this better? And how could I do it for a lifetime? And then I went down a path of becoming a personal trainer for a while, um, learned a lot about, you know, that fitness aspect of it. But it, again, still didn't really answer my questions. I was still constantly batting with restriction and, not restriction and not knowing what to do and constantly in this struggle to keep weight off. And then I decided and learned a lot through, um, I was in like a fitness community in Florida where a lot of people were doing um, like fitness competitions and bodybuilding. And truth be told, when you do those kinds of things, like nutrition is the forefront. Like that's really Mm -hmm. where you change your body is through nutrition. Like working out, of course, is important, but you can't do it without proper nutrition. And so I decided to get my master's in nutrition and become a registered dietitian. And after a couple of years of that, I once I became a dietitian, I was actually the heaviest I'd ever been. Um, it was probably 35-ish or more pounds than I am right now. And it was... Uh, I felt like a failure in a way. Like Mm -hmm. I did all this work to become a dietitian. I still didn't find my own solution. And so uh, after a few months of really digging in deep to what I had done, what I accomplished, what I've learned, I learned a lot more about just doing the things that I needed to do and to continue finding ways, things that I like to do and just keep doing them. So I Mm -hmm. would set these like, I'd have paper calendars because all before, you know, the advent of iPhones and things of that nature. Uh, well, it's actually right there, but it, nobody had <laughs> the right stuff for those things. So I was using paper calendars and keeping track of things and, and leaning into my own data, my weight, how I felt in clothes, how, how active I had been, and really started to develop my own system of what it takes to lose weight. And it's really not, it's not a secret, really. It's just doing things you like to do over and over again that lead to your own success using nothing more than what a calorie deficit is and staying consistent with your, your actions. So it was a journey. It was, you know, uh, most of my life journey to figure all this out, but I have, and now I help people do the same, same thing for themselves.
1: That is so awesome. And so with your experience, um, you mentioned it a little bit, but I want you to go more detail, like what sets you apart from the approach of a dietitian from other nutrition professionals? Like what sets you apart from other dietitians?
2: Well, I think my approach really puts you at the forefront. I mean, a lot of people will ask me, well, um, do you have like meal plans? Do you have diet plans? Do you have um, like a specific thing that I, you can just give me that I can do? And I don't I don't work like that. Um, and not to say there's anything wrong with any of those things, but for me, I felt like my journey was so much more responsive and I was able to continue staying lean and staying at the weight I I am now because I was doing things I like to do. I wasn't following anyone else's true rules. I mean, there is the calories in, calories out. Like that is is the thing. (laughs) But how you get there is completely up to you and how you want to do it. And so I think the biggest thing that sets me apart is that I truly believe that everyone has the ability to do that for themselves. They have to learn how to do that for themselves in a way that works best for them. You know, if you like eating a certain type of food and you can't see yourself never eating it again, why would you give it up? Mm. There are ways to eat it, but we just have to, we have to find a balance. We have to find a rhythm, a routine that works best for you because it has to last sure losing 20 pounds quickly great sure do that but then how do you keep it off you
0: Mm -hmm. can't keep
2: it off by doing the crazy things that aren't gonna be sustainable so i think the biggest thing that really sets me apart is i want you to be empowered and that's why i have my business empower nutrition because i want to empower you to have the to be able to make those decisions for yourself anywhere anytime any place all the time for the rest of your life
1: Wow. That is like, that was a lot because sometimes, um, I've been the one who lost like 20 pounds in two months. And then it's just like, it's so restrictive and you're just like, Oh my gosh, I want to eat something. (laughs) Like I want to eat something right now, but I don't want to gain the weight. So that's why I'm working with you and, um, we're just, um, like we're going to be a team and you're going to help me, um, like help me get my weight on track. Cause since I work at the hospital and I work 12 hour shifts, sometimes I don't. Like I'm not consistent with my meal choices, and I know other health per healthcare professionals are sometimes like they have like this week was respiratory care week, and they they brought in food for us, so they brought all the pasta and they brought all the cakes and the cookies, <laughs> and it's just like like don't y'all want us to be healthy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and y'all are giving us all of this stuff. And, and it's hard to say no, but I'm working on like balancing it out and not saying no all the time, but saying no, like at least most of the time. So it could be like a special treat.
2: Yeah. Or even just understanding that, you know, you get to make the choice. So if they're giving you pastas and cookies and things, okay, like what, what of this do you really want to eat? And then what do you need? So understanding that if you need a a larger portion cuz you're really hungry you know eating a large portion of a food that has a high calorie content will allow you to gain not not necessarily gain weight that day but if you compile that over days and weeks and months you will be gaining weight but what if you were to you were able to eat some of those foods but then offset that with maybe some lower calorie more nutrient dense foods like fruits and vegetables to fill you up but so it's a win-win. You get to eat some of the foods that you really like and you get to be really full and you get to choose what those foods happen to be. Because who's who's to say? Like, if you don't like broccoli, then don't eat broccoli. I don't care. It doesn't make any difference to me. And if you like pizza and you like pasta, well, then you should be able to eat those things. But we can't have everything we want. We can't eat everything we want. Mm-hmm. So it's finding that balance that works best for you. But it comes with a lot of mindset stuff, right? Like we're so ingrained we hear all this noise about this food is bad and you can't do this and you should do that and you you know there's so many arbitrary rules out there and I want to free people from the rules there's only one rule when it comes to weight loss and it's calories in calories out that's it you can do it any way you want to you don't have to give up carbs you don't have to give up foods you don't have to give up fun you don't have to give up any of those things we just have to find the right balance
1: yeah that's That's amazing. (laughs) I'm so excited. Good. So I wanted to ask you, um, like weight loss can be overwhelming and some people are um, stress eaters and uh, emotional eaters. So what are three actionable steps someone should take when they decide to embark on this weight loss journey? and they come across stress you mean yeah and they come across stress and they don't have a regular sleep schedule so like what can they do like in within their circumstances to help them if they w- if they want to lose weight
2: sure so stress is all around us we have you know it comes in so many different forms it comes from off of you know social media it comes from direct work you know responsibilities life stuff there's there's stress everywhere but i think the first thing and one of so i have three key pillars of empower nutrition and they are awareness habit stacking and a curious mindset and i think the very first thing you have to understand is how stress actually affects you what kinds of stress affect you in different ways. So maybe, you know, the stress of work is not as stressful as maybe a friendship stress or something like that. So you have to figure out, okay, when stress hits you, what kind of stress is it? And what is your go-to response? What kind of actions are you taking in that that way? So maybe if work is stressful for you, what part of work is stressful? Is it the getting there is it the coming home is it the you know because atlanta traffic is so fun (laughs) um is it the work relationships you have there is it the job itself like what areas of the of your job is stressful and what do you do with that stress so maybe if it's like your your commute is highly stressful and when you get to work you're like all i want to do is eat a donut because that sugar makes me feel good in this moment and that's all i really want and, you're, and you never recognize it until you took time to recognize it. So now you're aware that when you get to work, you are highly stressed and you feel this craving and need for a, a dopamine hit of sugar. Like you just need it. Okay, cool. So what can you do to either alleviate the stress or change your stress response, right? Because we all have a reaction to things. You know, reactions are normal human responses, but we have... A, like a, a, a mindful response or we can have a mindful response to all of these immediate reactions, right? So I'm stressed, now how am I going to respond to this stress? I could take a deep breath, go for a walk. Maybe you get a, um, a drink that has zero calories but has like a sweetness of sugar that makes you feel good as well. Um, maybe you uh, journal or something I mean you have to have a response that's going to move you closer to your goals and farther away but it also has to be something you like like some people don't like journaling some people don't even want to touch a diet soda some people um maybe they just need the donut but maybe they only need half maybe they need a smaller one maybe instead of being a donut they get two little donut holes Mm -hmm. you can make these and then maybe that's just the first step maybe once you get the donut holes, you're like I don't even need this I don't even need this at all. Maybe I'll just get a piece of fruit instead. So it's really just understanding what your stress is and how you want to respond better. Um, so the response is the first thing. And then taking the, the, the habit stacking, right? So habits. Once you have that stress response, uh, stress reaction, then you respond to it. Then you keep doing that. So instead of doing it one time or two times, you do it every single time for a period of time until you feel comfortable leveling that up. To maybe you went from the donuts to the donut holes to the fruit, right? Maybe that was the the timeline of it. And then the curious mindset piece of it is asking yourself, okay, these this, this is what causes me stress. Are there things I can do to alleviate that stress in general? Can I make it better? Can I um, have a completely different re- re- response to it? Do I am I letting stress affect me just because? um just really asking yourself the questions like what is it that makes me so stressed and why do i need these things to make it better and does it really make it better
0: Mm -hmm.
2: so getting that you know getting off the oh i had a donut again god we can't feel that anger and and punishment it's a it's a response to a need Mm -hmm. but you can change that response and it's up to you to do it but we have to we have to understand the awareness of what's happening, ch- change the response to create habits that will allow it to continue um, improving. And then really ask those questions, am I getting better? What can I do better? How can I improve the situation? Are there things that I can manage and change? And then instead of beating ourselves up for being human.
1: Yeah, because sometimes when we we do get on our a good path, and it's like we're taking a uh, three steps forward and 10 steps back. (laughs) So sometimes you do have to be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself because making changes is not easy. Making a change, like if you've been doing, if you've been going for the donut for the past 20 years, it's difficult to make a change in like the next month. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it does require a lot of thinking and a lot of support, a lot of support from like you as a dietitian and support from who you're surrounded by. Cause if everyone in your family reaches for the donut, that's most likely what you're going to do. But if you have, if you're surrounded by people who are eating our they are adding a healthier lifestyle it's much easier to change your eating habits so like when you surround yourself with people who are have the same goals as you it's much easier that I found I found I have found that it's much easier to surround yourself with people who are who are with in the same goals as you are
2: Absolutely, championing, championing yourself with people that support you and allow you to to change. So often we're around people that don't want us to change. Mm. You're like, oh, we like you the way you are. Don't change because that's not going to suit me. Well, mm. Who cares about you?
1: <laughs> it's yeah. about me.
2: Like yeah. if you, and if you if you find people that quietly hold you down. Like I've had stories when I work with, um, especially women, but some men too. It's it's that their spouse is quote unquote supportive yet they're not helping with the kids schedules they're not helping with the grocery shopping they're not helping with all the things that you know they might that that person might need help with to make changes Mm -hmm. and so it's even harder to make these changes because they're not getting any support even though they are quote unquote supportive like yeah sure honey go go work with her and and make all these changes and lose this weight but then they're not getting the help help like the help that's going to really move the needle And that's frustrating because Mm -hmm. that person may have no ill intent. They just don't realize it. So when you have people in your life that are your friends, like ride or die, but they don't even notice that they're not allowing you to make a change, tell them. Got to talk to them. Got to say like, hey, man, like, hey, hey, girl, hey, man, can I'm really trying to do these things? Can you help support me in X way? Like be specific Mm -hmm. because they don't know remember nobody cares as much about you as you do. So you have to be the person that stands up for yourself and ask for specific things because nobody's thinking about you the same way.
1: Wow. That's like snaps. (laughs) (laughs) Snaps. You just said something. So, um, I wanted to ask you, weight loss is like a good benefit, but what are other health benefits um, clients can experience when they adopt a healthier eating pattern? So many, um,
2: I mean, you know, being being overweight, obese, or any of those categories is something that long-term, is a, it's a chronic condition that can affect you and your body in lots of different ways with, you know, developing diabetes, uh developing uh, cardiovascular disease in all kinds of different formats um it can develop into loss of mobility there's so many things and so i think what's crucial is that because it needs to be sustainable and something you can maintain for a long time the benefits of yes the physical the physical appearance changes into something you you were you are personally wanting to see improve um the health benefits, just being able to move around better, more functionally, being more fit. And that doesn't mean you have to do a bunch of crazy lifting or any of that. It's just being able to walk easier, walk upstairs easier, mm-hmm. walk for longer periods of time, be able to do household chores easier. All of that adds up over time because if we're not moving in a mobile friendly way, we are limiting ourselves to what our functionality will be in our Like depending on how old you are now, you're 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And that is, nothing really gets easier as you get older. So Mm. if you're not easy now, it's gonna get harder later and then Mm. even harder on that. So you're compounding that. But I think too, the the sheer ability to feel in control of what you're choosing and knowing that that cookie you ate last night did not make that scale go up the next day, because that's pretty impossible to do and understanding the ins and outs of what you're choosing and how it's making you feel and what you want to eat and being able to be in total control of that like for example i had a a very surprisingly stressful situation last week where i had to go um at in a less than 24 hours notice i had to drive down to orange beach which is about five and a half hours six hours away from Atlanta. Wow. Pick up my in-laws and then my husband and I had to drive them back because they were in a health, um, health scare. So mm-hmm. we drove them back, but that was pretty stressful. I mean, it's 12 hours in a car in a day, kind of a lot going on. Um, I stopped at Bucky's and I don't know if everyone knows what Bucky's is, but if you don't, you need to know what Bucky's is. It's this giant Um, It's like basically the most insane, awesome, amazing uh, truck stop uh, I've ever seen. It's like Walmart combined with Quick Trip, combined with like, I don't know, just amazingness. The food there is incredible. Um, I I went there to get some gas, use the bathroom, and then I was kind of hungry. I could have gotten so many things. I mean, they have a man smoking brisket and barbecue in the middle of the store
1: live I've heard about that it
2: is it is ridiculous and the food is you walk in there the, sm- the smells are intoxicating um I got pineapple I got some cut up pineapple and I didn't do it just because I'm a dietitian. that's what I do it's because I know that I was, at, I was still gonna have to be in that car for another three hours and I didn't want to feel like crap I was like mm. I do not want to feel not well in this car by myself and my dog actually um and I chose that because I knew I was in a limited space and time and all I knew I was going to be able to eat when I got home like a real meal but I did not want to feel crummy I didn't want my stomach to feel bad I was just like I just need something nourishing right now so I got a Mm. little container of pineapple and that's the kind of freedom I want everyone to have I could have chosen anything I wanted anything but that's what I chose because I knew that was going to make me feel better until I had a better option later on.
1: Wow. That's like, you are empowered. Yes, Um, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am.
2: But anybody can be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're correct. And I guess you built these habits like over time. So it's easier to make the good decision of eating fruit and not this risk
2: it (laughs) yes but you know but you just said it like it takes time it these things did not happen for me overnight and i still think to myself when i get stressed what do i usually want or crave i still crave some things that i know don't make me feel good it's just taking me time and time and time again to have that moment to you know choose the thing that i in the time i wanted didn't need but I wanted and then after that how I felt is how I decided to learn I wanted to learn from that I don't feel good when I eat this if I am stressed there's no reason for me to buy a pack of Twizzlers just because I like them and I'm stressed that's not going to make me feel any better when I'm done it's not going to relieve any more stress in fact it's going to make me more stressed because now I just ate like a thousand calories of sugar and it did nothing for me and so it's just understanding how your choices allow you to reach your goals or take you farther away. Like you said, three steps forward, 10 steps back. We want to go three steps forward, maybe five steps back, and then learn how to mitigate those steps a little bit better as we learn.
1: Yeah, that's that's awesome. And I can't wait to when I can make better decisions and realize what the like how I will feel after I make that decision. I think that's very important to have like your crystal globe out, like saying, <laughs> oh, if I eat this, if I eat this cookie in like 20 minutes, I'm not going to feel very good. So maybe I should eat some fruit instead so that I can fuel like my, my nutrition and also fuel my brain as well.
2: Yeah. And then there might be times where like, <laughs> you know, you're celebrating, you want a cookie and you're having a cookie and it's not really the time to, to worry about exactly how you're going to feel because you just like, I'm in, you know, you're in the zone You're like, I'm having a cookie, no big deal. This is is a perfectly fine cookie. It may not be a crumble cookie, you know, some giant thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's so really up to you (laughs) and how you want to, to play that game. So Um, But it does. It takes time. It takes awareness. It takes that habit stacking. And it takes that curious mindset to ask yourself the questions instead of berate yourself.
1: Awesome. So I wanted to ask you, um, how do you address the topic of body positivity with clients who come to you? primarily for weight loss. And we just talked about how it's a process and it takes time. So some people might look at you and be like, oh, you're overweight, but they don't know like what you're doing behind the scenes. And it takes a while to drop weight like effectively. So how do you address body positivity for someone who is overweight? They're trying, they're making the right decisions, but it's just not showing up in the physical yet.
2: I think that is such a great question because there is so much stigma around physical body weight and how people look and are perceived just because of their physical appearance. And I don't think it's fair. Um, it's something that I personally, like I've struggled with in my own right. But I think what's most important is that you have to feel, (sighs) but again, of course, everything takes time and it's always easier said than done. But when you focus on the habits that you're forming, if you focus on doing things that you feel good with, you know that they're going to help you in the moment they know. And, and then later on too, you get to feel good because you're accomplishing goals and things are happening. You can see needles being moved that aren't necessarily your weight in the day or your, um your clothing size in the day or whatever that may be and whatever may, goal that may be for you. So focusing on things that you know you can like check a box on, right? Like I ate, through every single day this week and i've never done that before in my life and that is that's an accomplishment that i can keep going and it makes me feel good because i know that doing that more often is going to eventually get me to a goal that i want to be at but you also have to be okay with where you are starting we can't like if you if you're looking for change that's great but your change and someone else's change are very different changes we can't mm-hmm. – we have to set up an expectation for ourselves that our bodies will do what's going to do. Lots of pe- – like, I wish that my stomach looked like my arms, but it doesn't. It doesn't at mm-hmm. all. It is not defined. It is not what I would like it to be. And sure, I could get it there, but I, I would prefer to have a much more fun life than six-pack abs. And mm-hmm. that's something that I've had to – uh I mean, it's not a huge detriment to my lifestyle, but it's something that I feel like I battled many, many years ago. Like, why can't I just have that? Why can't I just, I dieted enough. Like, why can't I just look this way? Well, because my body's not going to do that. It's just not going to do it. And I have to be okay with that because your body is special. Everybody is a unique snowflake and we're all going to have a different journey. We Mm -hmm. can't expect to look like somebody else just because we enjoy what they look like. We mm. have to be cool with what our body's going to do and let it let ourselves discover it. You don't know. You don't know till you know. And if you really want a if you want to look a certain way, then you're going to have to get plastic surgery. <laughs> <'Cause> that's <laughs> the only way that you can control exactly how you want to look. Weight loss mm. is not a oh, I want to lose weight and then I want to look like this person. Mm. That is impossible. So we have mm. to stop that. We have to be cool with ourselves. We have to understand our own body's transformation and what it's going to do, and where it's going to be. And because when you get there, let's say you lose 20 pounds and you don't look the way you want to, you have to then say, what did I expect? Mm. If your expectations don't meet with reality, we get disappointed. Mm. So enjoying the habits and learn and really focusing on the doing can offset that aesthetic thing that you really don't have much control over. You got to do the habits anyway. They're going to have to happen to get any aesthetic changes. So focusing on the habits, really finding joy and accomplishment in that first. And then also understanding that your body is unique. Your body is special. Your body's going to do all kinds of amazing things, but it's not anyone else's body.
1: You can Mm -hmm. only
2: have your body And your body's going to do what it wants with the things that you're giving it.
1: That is, wow, I just had to like take it all in because you (laughs) said a lot. And it's just sometimes like you want, like you do look at like the celebrities and all that stuff and you're like, say, Oh, if I lose 50 pounds, I'm going to look like them. But that's not the case. Like you can't look like anyone else. You can only look like how your body responds to the weight loss. And I've heard in, um, like you can't like target weight loss. Like, I don't know if that's a myth or something, but like, it's not a way for you to like lose in your stomach or in your arms or like it's like, you can't choose where the weight loss is going to lose from. Is that true?
2: That's 100% true. 100% true. You can't say, okay, body, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I want it all to come from my stomach and then wham, it happens. <laughs> it doesn't happen like that. It does not. And I've had, I mean, I've, I struggled with that forever and ever and ever myself. And I just had to let it go. Like my body's going to do what it's going to do. It's going to show how it's going to show up, but it will never show up anyway. Unless I do the things, unless I do the work, unless I'm, you know, put in the the efforts and, uh, create a sustainable product. It's never going to change unless I change my habits. And so let your body do what it's going to do.
1: That's awesome. And I want to, um, add in a hypothetical question. Okay. So, if you were stranded on a desert island and could only bring three foods with you for nutritional balance, what would they be and why?
2: Um, so <sighs> I am a big proponent of my PPC. So, PPC stands for protein, produce, carb. I think it's one of the most simple, easy, and and realistic ways to begin any kind of healthier eating um, habit. So instead of counting calories or weighing and measuring everything, if you can focus on every meal being a protein, a produce, and a carb, when I say produce, I mean a fruit and or a vegetable, um, then you're going to start yourself off with balanced meals that will help you feel good immediately. But if I was on a desert island, I'd want something like that. So I'd probably choose and not getting too in the weeds of like, can I grow it? Like what, you know, what else can I do with it? Um, so I'd probably yeah. want um, chicken of some sort. So <laughs> I'd want chicken. Um, I'd probably want, um, I love watermelon. I love what's going to That's going to be my, my produce, I would say. And then my carb would be Cheez-Its.
1: I love cheez I, I think they're so good. <laughs> I love
2: Cheez-Its too. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't love Cheez-Its? Um, the, and that, that would be, those would be my choices.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Laura, for coming on the podcast. Is there anything you want to leave with the audience? Do you have any projects coming up that we can support you in?
2: Yeah, so I, um, I just want everyone to know that you have, the ability to achieve basically any goal you want. When it comes to health and nutrition, it's really your journey. You know, you can get there any way you want to. You can do it frustrated. You can do it angry. You can do it happy, healthy, and enjoy all of the holidays that are coming up. I know this is a stressful time for a lot of people. Um, And because of that, I am going to, I am launching an eight-week habit challenge starting on November 6th i will be including people in for an eight week check-in accountability group where you'll meet um, you can meet in a group call every week you'll be um, loaded into my app where you can track things if you want to you can track your steps you can track all these measurements if you want to you don't have to but you're going to have group accountability you're going to have me being there every week to answer questions and guide you Um, and that starts November 6th all the way to December 31st. So we're going to go right through Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and, um, it is $99 to, to lock into that and make sure that you're creating the habits, keeping the habits and keeping the habits moving. Um, and that is something that I will have very soon on my website to sign up.
1: Awesome. And that's a very affordable price. And I'm glad that it's attainable for almost anyone who would like to join. So thank you for sharing that.
2: Absolutely. I I mean, I really hope people, you know, you work hard all year long. Why let these two months derail you? They don't have to, Mm -hmm. you know, you can set up an expectation of what do I want to achieve? Maybe it's not even weight loss. Maybe it's just literally maintaining your habits. And sometimes that just takes a little bit of accountability, and I want you to go through those eight weeks and then feel like, I got this. No problem.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Laura, for um, joining me today. Thank you, I will put You're welcome. And I'll put all of the information in the show notes so you can work with Laura. And I love your personality, and you said no bullshit, so that's what I like. Damn. <laughs> No. And I want to thank the listeners for listening and I hope you got um a lot of tips and a lot of knowledge about healthy choices and being a healthy weight because we as healthcare workers sometimes we we don't put ourselves first and we put others first. And this is why I had Laura here as an expert dietitian to help us make better choices so we can live a fruitful And healthier life. So,
0: thank you for joining us, and I will check you later. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Scrubs Unzipped. We hope you've been inspired by the incredible journeys and passions of our healthcare heroes. If you've enjoyed our show, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends and colleagues. Your support means the world to us. Stay tuned for more enlightening conversations that go beyond the scrubs and help us improve healthcare for everyone. Until next time, keep unzipping the extraordinary stories around you. This is Anne-Marie, your dedicated respiratory therapist and host, signing off.